Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yeah, it's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard, and I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that you can stay close to your team even if you don't live in their town. Like, maybe you're a Raven who married a Seahawk who got a job in the land of the Falcons. With NFL Sunday Ticket, you can watch your team's out-of-market Sunday afternoon games no matter where you live because you shouldn't have to change teams even if you change towns. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. Boys. Yeah. Oh, the boys are here. They're nervous. They're calm. <laughs> Boysies. Get rarer. Why is this happening to me? Me. We're not getting Maccas and you can blame my son. <laughs> Get a few today, did you? It's great to contractually be obliged to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Is anyone going to listen to this or what? No, I actually don't know what, what happens in third grade. <laughs> you either get nude, get in the shower, or we're throwing all your cook gear in, bro. No, like, no chance I'm going to bowl you. <laughs> 19th century Pax Britannica. Fuck! There's cricket happening all over the world, but the fans, they rushed. They rushed at the Gold Coast there. 4,000 Australians ready for the Australian summer. Australia, West Indies, Australia, England, India, South Africa, a tri-series in New Zealand, other stuff happening. I guess Thailand won a game. That's something as well. Hey, Teague Wiley's on the show. That's safety. That's the future. That makes me feel good. He is on the show. This episode is brought to you by Budgie Smuggler, budgiesmuggler.com.au. If that is your preference... Use the code CHAMP at checkout. My name is Ian Higgins. Sam Perry, was it obstruction? Was Matt Wade obstructing the field? What do you mean, was it? I mean, <laughs> fucking... What do you nearly, mean, was he? He nearly tackled him. <laughs> it was just shepherding him off the ball. I like that. That's good. So we'll, we'll jump straight into that. Yep. We'll jump straight into the obstruction. Yeah. There's no doubt it was an obstruction, but I do like when you look at some of the more Australian-focused media... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were different words used. I think on the Cricket Australia website, it was it was Wade and Wood collide. <laughs> <laughs> this sort of neutral action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it was good. Okay, okay. Yeah, so some great things happened in this match overnight that great we game. won't remember in 48 great hours' time. Yeah, yeah, Because it will be usurped by another match mm-hmm. uh, happening in Canberra. Yes, yes, But yes. we'll go straight into the, uh, the moral issues of the game. Mm. Uh, so, all right, 17th over. Wood basically lids Wade and Looks the quick. ball flies up in the air. Flicks his helmet, uh, Wood follows through to catch it. Wade blocks him with his arm. Now, you know, look, you know, we're all saying the same thing. I mean, it, it's out. Look, you know, 31, 31, 37.1.1 of the laws are clear. Well, I thought I thought there was contact with Wood, and I thought Wade was playing for it. He went down easily, um, but I think it was a pen. <laughs> I like how Stoinis, in defending his friend Wade, the unlikely yeah. friendship that was yes. born of uh, South Africa last year. Indeed. Uh, and we can't, you know, go past that. I mean, this is the Anglospheric uh, tribalism uh, mm-hmm. happening right here. But, they're nervous, um, we're calm. They're nervous, we're calm. So I said, it's, it, it, look, it's chaos. Chaos. It's chaos out there. Chaos. You get hit in the head, anything can happen. You know? <laughs> like, I know when I get hit in the head from Mark Wood, yeah. I deliberately go to block him from catching the ball. Yeah. That's just yeah. anything can happen yeah. uh, at that time. But, um, I mean, really, like, you, you, okay, on the one hand, you can say Matthew Wade's behaviour was... Um, Galling, appalling. Uh, it was, okay. it was, uh, you know, similar to someone who's too competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a transgression. Okay, but I think 
I think Butler's the villain here. Definitely. I think Josh. Oh, without a question. I haven't figured out yet, but I, I agree. Think, I think Josh Butler's the vi- villain here. I was a bit confused with Josh Butler. Josh Butler. Brad Haddon was referring yeah, to. Yeah, I think he was batting in the first brother, innings. Josh. Possibly. Yeah. Um, so, look, Butler, <laughs> on the one hand, you know, purely enforces the rules of the game because it's a game of laws. It's in the laws, mate. It's a game of laws. Yeah. And, and he's entitled to either appeal or, or not appeal. Right. right. As captain, I, yes. th- I think. Uh, <laughs> or don't you know? They know every law. Why doesn't Why doesn't Butler just say, "Nah, you've you've, you've obstructed him. It's out." Why doesn't he do that? Well, he said that he because they just they've just landed on Australian shores, and you know don't want to get the uh, get, don't get the natives offside. I just like the English. The English like to write the rules, and then have players who too like to decide which ones they deem moral, <laughs> which ones they don't. Yeah. So like yeah. Butler sees the laws. Yeah. He says no. Like like Butler is now Butler's an emperor in Rome. Thumbs up, thumbs down on whatever law he wants. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's uh render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm in charge of the laws now, not the fucking MCC. Mm-hmm. And I deem at this moment in time, that's not out. Later in the World Cup, that's out. <laughs> it's very he confusing. Says, it is. It's just I'll just I'll be I'll, I'll decide the laws that I want mm. to apply and the manner in which I want to apply them. Has has Josh um, <laughs> stitched himself up? Um, different to Josh Hazelwood. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, has Josh stitched himself up? Because during the week he said, you know, he was referring to the run out at the non-strikers end, of course, which is just so much easier to say. Rolls of the tongue. Um, uh, then he was like, well, if it happened in the World Cup, we're not going to do that. So he's already sort of announced the stance of what's going on yeah. here. I'd, can, I, can I give you a contrarian view? I'm not sure Wood would have caught it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Mm. But does it? But exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, but does exactly, it? but does it? Does it? it, it it's, a, it's akin to like the penalty try. How come they need to appeal? Union. Why do they need to appeal? Like you don't need to appeal if you're bold. I mean, the Westminster system was... <laughs> what a you fucking know, accessible sport I don't know why 4,000 people Turned up at the Gold Coast what, what, You don't know the yeah. Westminster system <laughs> You fucking loser uh, Actually you know Talk about some loser shit This morning I did and, and people are gonna You know Tell me what I should have done here But like okay. I actually did want to look up Whether or not An obstructing The field dismissal Required an appeal Okay uh, and then, but, but then I started to get confused. And I'm, I'm, I'm a, a man admitting vulnerability here, which okay. is a big mistake. And I'll go, yeah. Let wow. us know in the comments. Yeah, wow, lucky he's married. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He'll never find another love. Yeah, <laughs> another. Um, but but then I started to get confused about which appeals do require, which dismissals do require appeals. And not. there must be some. There must be some instances where, like, especially in like club cricket, where like an LBW isn't appealed for, and umpire must be like, "What? That's out. Why is no one appealing?" Yeah, have you ever seen yeah, those yeah, ones before? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's like, right. That, that guy's just definitely just, just look at me with a with a raised eyebrow, and I'll yeah, give it. Exactly. <laughs> or just frighten startle me as an old man with a yell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, here's my keys as well. Uh, but yeah, I don't know about your notifications last night. It seemed to, have, it seemed to have a lot of people writing in, going, "What about the spirit of cricket with Matthew Wade last night?" I was like, "Yeah, that was that was shit." I thought it was ordinary from Wade. I thought it was a bad look. Uh, and look, you know, I, I defer to stories. It's just chaos out there. I yeah, always yeah, block yeah. people when I get littered. But um, <laughs> I think that should be that should be said. That was pretty. It was pretty ordinary. And then yeah, but Butler saying, "Nah, this is out. That's not out." Well, you know, that's pretty funny. 
Yeah, that's uh, all pretty good. Well, anyway, it was a pretty good game last night. Pretty good game. Yeah, you don't want to don't reveal game. that I actually like something. Mm. Uh, pretty good game last night. What did the England hit? 208. I reckon mm. they were about 70 short with the way they were going at one point. Uh, they were against, none for 130. <laughs> none for 130 and just... Oh, yeah, that was in the power plate as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah against Australia's B attack. Mm. <laughs> twos. <laughs> it was Aussie it's twos. twos. <laughs> different to Australia, right? There's a separate team. They were actually mm. playing a different game against the West Indies. So England finished six for 208. Hale's 84 of 51. Fuck me, he's good in Australia, isn't he? He's probably good everywhere in the world, pretty much. I actually saw a stat this morning. He scored more... What is it? He scored more runs in Australia than any other player since 2019. That includes like Maxwell Seconds. Uh, who else is good in Australia? I don't know, guys playing the Big Bash. Hale's, loves, Hales number one. Loves an Australian run. Mm. Uh, Butler's 60 out of 32. Obviously, first game gap back for Joss um, in a hot minute coming back. What was his injury? It's something, didn't he? I know, but it's first game since mid-August. Okay. And it was just raining fours and sixes at Fuck the start. Fuck, he's uh, good. He's like all the good T20 words. He's like explosive, 360, finesse, mm. thrash. He really can – he seems to be able to embody all the different things that a good batter would be able to do. Mm-hmm. Top of the order, middle, spin, quick. Mm-hmm. Say any word, that's mm-hmm. him. Uh, and, and Hales – Made 84 or 51. That's how good Butler was that, like, Hales was very second fiddle with 84 or 51 to, to, <laughs> to Butler. It was. Pretty like, uh, like, pretty sure Mark Waugh described him as streaky, like, three or four times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then I know early... early uh, it's great to be <laughs> back in the that, summer, isn't it? <laughs> I'd love a streaky 84 or 51 uh, against twos. But, uh, yeah, I think earlier they, they mentioned that. He'd been overlooked for twelve months, Alex Hayes. He's been overlooked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Been overlooked. Which, which I think when you for follow twelve months, when you follow cricket between November and February <laughs> in Australia exclusively, February's generous. That, yeah, that is what Alex Hayes has been. Yeah, uh, yeah. I thought it was three years in a strident stand against him on the grounds of culture. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate their matters of interpretation. Yeah, 84 or 51, a second fiddle. Uh, England were none for 130. Uh, so Australia mm. did well to. To pull it back. Well, Nathan Ellis did well, mate. That's that's sort of the. I feel like that might be the story of this match for an Australian it's the perspective. Hipster, it's the hipster story of this match. Sure, sure. Um, Nathan Ellis has played five times for Australia, and I yep. think he's played a bad game for mate, Australia. Now, like he's played separate. It was, is this his first game in Australia? Yeah, he played in Bangladesh. He might have played in the West Indies as well. Has mm. he played one game in India? Yes, he has, and he's oh, played this me, one here. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, who else plays cricket? Um, it was that famous one in Bali that he played. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, he had three for twenty. Um, of four, three for twenty or four in a, and so the rest of the team has gone for hundred and eighty something off sixteen, and one guy's in, taken three for twenty or four in both sides. Three for twenty or four in a two oh eight plays two hundred game. Yeah, pretty good. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, and he's not in the squad. He's otherwise not in the squad. But he's, he's I mean, he's taken a hat trick on debut. That's right. Uh, Stellar performances pretty much every time he plays for yeah. Australia. But go off, Cameron Green needs to be in the side. <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm off green now because he hasn't done something in 10 minutes, so um, I'm off him. And now he's under two metres in my eyes. Isn't it, isn't it funny with green? Like, like he, he, he evidently is in the squad, even yeah, though yeah. he's not officially. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a 16-man squad. And he has been for some time. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, for someone not in the squad, he mm. gives off an awfully I'm first pick in the <laughs> First side. name of the team shit <laughs> um, sort of aura. Vibe. Um, now reading that Ashton Agar is very injured. Is he? Is uh, he? Yeah, he's just struggling to get back. Oh, that's a nightmare. Um, and Cameron Green scored no runs in Australia, but it's like, oh, it's Cameron Green. You've got to pick him. Ah. He's got. He's, he's got to play, uh, which which I like. And now uh-huh. and now the captain is has to move move positions. Um, Steve Smith's out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But it's just, no, Green's in. <laughs> and I just the other thing I like about this game, he goes was um, just a note for Perth. 
Just a note for Perth. First game, uh, in, first game, a couple. First of years game yet. in a couple of years, and again, like Aussies will understand this. It's it, it's it's bounce, it's carry, it's lift, it's harm, it's hue. Mm-hmm. Uh, something stirs the Australian loin, you yep. know, about the yeah. vastness of it all. Everything's big and fast. The stadium is too big. Yep. Cameron Green is too big. Yep. Uh, you know, incongruously, he seems to be struggling with the bounce. The stadium's uh, too big for the amount of people to go to the games. Exactly. This is what I mean. Like, it's just all, it's all, it's, everything's too big, but you still feel comfort in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's comfort. Yeah. There's comfort. I, this, because this is the first game we've, well, no, that's not true. There were other games in other parts of Australia in August, weren't there, against New Zealand and uh, Zimbabwe. I think, I think they played yeah. against them. I don't really remember. Mm. Um, but it just reminded me, like, how fucking different the sport is when it's not played in the UAE in India. Yeah. Like, it's a different sport. Yeah. Like, I noticed it more against the West Indies. But, like, you look at the pace. I mean, pace of wood. Mark Wood's quick everywhere. But, like, it's a different sport in, like, the lengths you bowl, yeah. how much further you have to hit the ball to get a six. Yeah. Um, Cross-bat stuff. Yeah. it's um, It really is quite different. And there's there's no doubt that Australia will be favourites. Well, they, I mean, they are one of the favourites with India. Mm. But it's just, you know, it's just interesting. Like, um, you know, India's batting recently has relied uh, a lot on – Surikumar Yadav, right? Who's actually never played in Australia. He's never played top level cricket in Australia. I'm, Is that right? Yeah, I swear he scored runs at the nah, SCG once. Nah, he's, okay. ne- he's never played out here. Okay. Um, with a whole bunch of there's like four or five of them that uh, the Indian guys haven't haven't played out here. But yeah, it's just it's just. It's just, but then, you know, Coley's played it here, for instance. I know, my, my point being, just like realising how different the sport is in Australia compared to the subcontinent, yeah. basically. Oh, yeah. It's fucking revelation, isn't it? Good work, you guys. No, not really. I, I do think Australians don't appreciate that our conditions can be as, like, um, foreign to others as mm. theirs are to ours. We're like, no, it's like an accent. Oh, no, our accent's normal. Yeah, yeah. And then you go overseas yeah. and you hear, like, mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think our conditions are like that as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and then, yeah, that's right, you go over to Asia and you're yeah. like, oh, what is this? Yeah. What's this shit tip? <laughs> but you know, you know how – I mean, Cameron Green is in the squad, right? He's, and he'll he's in. Play, and he'll, we and he'll play. We don't know how, but he's in. He's in. Yeah. <laughs> he's in. Someone's Playing a lot of games for someone not in the team. <laughs> well, Finch, Finch afterwards said – so Finch is going to open the batting in the next two games in Canberra against England. And he said, well, that was always going to be the plan. He said this after the press conference afterwards. He said, um, I'm going to go back to the top. And we've just been trialing Cameron Green. Uh, we've just been trialing around, just see what, like, for what? Trialing for what? You mean the World Cup that's happening in two weeks' time? It actually, starts on Sunday. The the qualifiers. Um, so does that mean Jesus Green will play like in the middle order now? And it's just going to be a three way bat off between. The funny thing is, know. like a couple of. Ga- I know we're going to come back to this, but like you know, seventy two hours ago, Tim David made forty two off twenty, and it was a great knock. And Mark Wall's going, well, now he's in. It's like yeah. Junior, he's been doing that for two years. He's yeah, just yeah, yeah. seen it for the <laughs> yeah, first time, you yeah. know. And Dan Christian said, going, at least he's watching him. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> and, and but like you go, oh now Tim David's in. Yeah. And it's like, but then you can fail in the next seventy two hours or, you know, ninety six hours mm. and it's like, nah, you're on the back you're on the back burner again. Like like the games come so thick and fast. Mm. You're in and out of form four mm. times in, mm. in seven days. I saw some comments because Maxwell was rested from this game, right? right. And and I just saw some comments from people being like, "Why is he rested? He's rested from playing for for bowling four overs and batting against a couple of balls." And it's like, I don't think people realize how much cricket these guys play and yeah. how fucking exhausted everyone is. Mm. Um, just, uh, just but if re- you're sort of on the travelling circus like us, sort of on the inside with pros. Oh yeah, and how, stuff come, how come you don't know? Yeah, um, it just reminded me of uh, we were at a function maybe a couple of months ago and where George Bailey was at, and um, I was just fucking flying, and I just kept, uh. I just kept walk up, I just kept, I just kept walk, walking up to George Bailey and go, Tim David, yeah, and then just walking away. Yeah. Tim David. So I remember talking to him about Tim David. I don't remember any content of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I remember saying something and thinking, oh, I'm shooting this guy. Anyway, yeah. he's good. Anyway, the point the point being about like different conditions that I was trying to make before, um, you know, Cameron Green did out, like he was the player of the tournament for Australia in that series in India. Now, I just wonder. a long and time ago. It was, yeah, I think that was in the mid-90s. Um, so, you know, I, I wonder if he if he hasn't been able to do it in Australia yet because his game isn't quite suited to opening the batting in Australia. Just yet. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't performed just yet in these games that he's been given. I still think they want him. I mean, he's, he seems like quite an important figure in the team. He's buying four overs. He's opening the batting. Um, pretty important guy to have in the team, it seems like. But I just, you know, yeah, he's, he's, he still hasn't done it in Australia. He still hasn't done it yet. And I've got to tell you, like, Finch's, Finch's performed pretty well. Um, you got a 50 yep. against the yep. West Indies in the first game, wasn't it, in that chase there? Um and also, he's, I think he's got like five fifties in his last like 10 innings or something like that, Finch. Or maybe not, maybe not as many as that. He's, 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 his record in T20s at the moment, Finch, is pretty good. And I'm, I've changed my mind. I, I, I had Finch out of the side, but I've changed my mind now. I think, I, think, I, think Finch is, I think Finch is fine. He'll go back up to the top and we'll just see how it goes against the swinging ball again because I think he's been doing okay when it hasn't been swinging. And he plays spin well, doesn't he? But That's uh, just one thing I find hard about T20 cricket, mate, is like, you know, I think we've mentioned this in the previous shows, people, players talk about how comfortable they become with failure and just, and yeah. inconsistency. Yeah. Like this, it's so hard to, it's so hard to draw trend lines with anything. Like David Warner's hit two seventies in a row and like, I have this abiding idea of like, oh, don't waste those runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means you can't get runs exactly. in the tournament Won't now. Work. Why? Yeah. Like, is yeah. it, why? Is it, is it preordained how many runs you're allowed to score? Mm. Yes. In T20 mm. cricket. Like you just, people are so up and down. You can say, oh yeah, Finch is good now. It's like, I mean, Finch might just, you know, Finch might just chip one to short cover twice mm. in the next couple of days. Like, ah, oh, he's out of form again. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like, and it's yeah. a, it's all it's not it's not random. You mm. know, it's that the good players have slightly better trends than others, but yeah. it's just um, it's real. It's just so <laughs> difficult to determine who's good sometimes. I had a I had a mutual friend of ours messaged, and he was just uh, I won't say his name because it might jeopardise his career. Um, <laughs> he just he just said like talking about T Twenty cricket is like reviewing a McDonald's. <laughs> it's just like it's all broadly the same. It's just like, but the table is a table over there, and like yeah, they have a different menu, and like it's all broadly the same. But you know, it's it's hard to find meaning in a you know, in in any game. Well, really, this is like a week ago. Cameron Green was toast to the town. How does this bloke go to India and just start dominating everybody with all the best players on yeah. the one field? He's never played there, open the batting in his yeah. life. Places bowling four overs, taking great catches. Week later, he comes home to familiar climbs. Yeah. Doesn't he, he misses out a couple of times? Hasn't got the game for it. <laughs> Don't know if he should be in the sideline. It's just, it's, just yeah. it's like it's such a mental roller coaster. Yeah, which actually I think um, sort of uh, navigates towards keeping Finch in the side. And I do think the players mm. and the coaches who know T Twenty cricket. That's why they talk about staying level all the time. It's like you just can't get too ahead of yourself or too mm. down or just make – and that doesn't work for media because really you just want to say provocative things that aren't researched but, mm. you know, have good words next to each other See, it's becoming upsets even, people. It's becoming even more and more foreign to the to the average cricketer like who mm. just goes down on the Saturday because because you, you put your entire self-worth on what happens on the field between 10 and 6 p.m. So, like <laughs> – now these guys are playing so much where it's like, ah, I'll just get them next week. I'll get That's I'll right. get them two days later. Yeah. Like these guys have to fly fucking across the country to play a game thirty six hours after they just beat the West Indies. There's also like that in that first game against the West Indies. That, I mean, the West Indies really should have won that game in that last over, dropped a couple of catches, right? Mm. And then it's like, well, Australia would have leveled that series one one if they mm. and won the next game. It's like. Is it panic stations in? Because we lost the West Indies. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's so like, like you know, someone. I'm just mentioning off the top of my head, like panic you know, stations. Tim, <laughs> Tim David can. Uh, can you know hole out on the boundary? Yeah, hole out. I'm thinking about that now. Um, you know, in a in a K 
key moment of the game. And he's entitled to walk off and just shrug his shoulders. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, on another day, that just goes over someone's head. Mm. Oh, well, that's just the game. Yeah. It's, it's hard getting used to that. I want blood, yeah, yeah, guts, yeah. emotion. Mm. I want self-worth on the line. I want all that unhealthy stuff that's yeah, attached yeah, yeah. to the game. Yeah. And now I'm seeing these guys just put it in a, you know, in a, in a good emotional space for themselves. Mm. And I'm like, this feels wrong. Mm. This feels wrong. There's mm. another game in, in a day or two days. Well, um, what, about, uh, what about Steve Smith, though? That that is interesting in that he was twelfth man in this game. I don't know, like I don't think anyone knows the team just yet, but it does feel like just generally watching him play mm. that what his strength is in the T twenty side doesn't really exist much anymore. His insurance, his safety. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, sort of like Mister Fix It role. You know, mm. like I don't know if that really exists anymore. Yeah, like but in, when we're three for shit, mm. how are you going to feel in a World Cup game in a semi final three for shit? Uh, you know, tough deck, good bowlers on. Do you just want big blasters, Space Jam guys coming out just to hit our way out? Or do you want Steve Smith just to re- – see, uh, th- no one's going to repair an innings better. We're going to miss him. We're going to miss Daddy in that time. But how often are we going to need Daddy? But I don't – okay, how – and answer this question literally. How many times are you three for mm. six – and then we, you scrap your way to 110 and you win the game. We were against South Africa in the first game of the World Cup. That's last, true. Last year where we got that win. Did Smith contribute Smith, in that? Smith, Smith kept it alive. Yeah. Whereas without Smith, mm. we've just got like, I think this is what they've been trialling is that, that Finch is now playing the controlling role. And he's partly doing that because he's probably lost a little bit of confidence to explode up at the top. Mm. Uh, of the order. So I, I'm uh, just less convinced that Steve Smith is one of the best 11 T20 players Australia can put out. Look, I, I agree with you. But, it's, with a, but you. it's a, you know, some better than the parts, right? Like he he, he can mould a team together, but... He's insurance. He's ha, but how many times would he have to slide down the batting at eight because... Uh, all, the, all, Warner, the, all the time. Yeah. All the time. Because that was Milan last night for England, yeah. but came in at seven, right? Yeah. Like, uh, I thought there was an interesting moment in the second game against the West Indies where Tim David and Steve Smith were out there at the same time. There was 30 balls to go, yeah, 15th over, 30 balls to go. Yeah. And the contrast in the way both players were able to manage that situation was just so marked. Like, mm. here you have Space Jam guy, uh, and then the, here you have, like, best since Bradman playing this, this format. Yeah. And, Tim David was just swatting blokes 110 metres and Steve Smith was trying to manufacture shots that, yeah. uh, you know, were really difficult to play and doing it without a lot of success. Yeah. He ends up with a runner ball and, and Tim David's going at 200. And yeah. it's so strange to try and compute mm. when you didn't grow up with this yeah, format yeah, where yeah. you're like, well, who's the better bat? I mean, the, yeah. the answer is Smith, but in that format, there's just no comparison. And there's a reason mm. why one is in the IPL deluxe at the yeah. moment. The other one's more sort of on the periphery of it. It's just mm. a strange thing because it doesn't match up to the emotional safety, I feel, of Steve sure. Smith coming out sure. if you're two for not a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, I, you know, and I think Bailey et al. Uh, probably want to have both. They, like, because I think without Smith in the side, it is just like, let's just send blokes out to whack it. Let's get know? 220. Yeah, well, it is. Yeah. And, and that's kind of exciting. It's kind of exciting. But I think they, you know, from time to time, they might want someone... Mm. Who can help in there? But I, I don't think he's in the first 11 now. Yeah. So who bats four for you? I don't know, man. I mean, okay, so Finch, he, says he's, Finch says he's... Um, so it'd be Finch, he, Marsh, right? Well, I, I didn't know that he'd said that he was opening in the right. next two games. Right, right, right. I was right. like, why the fuck is he... Why, why hasn't he opened in the last couple of games? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, if it's Finch, Warner, Marsh, then I guess who who is... 
So for me, Maxwell at four. And then who's five? Stoinis. And then David, David six. So Green's out. Yeah. Okay. So literally the team that they're going to start with, they haven't even played yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Wade and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose that's one way of doing it. I, I, I mean, while I just don't see why they would have played Cameron Green in so many games if they don't intend on him being in the first Yeah, I can't figure out and, either. And, and bowling. And in every I'm not, se- and, I'm in, not and it's sh- not even like they've fucked around with him. Every single game he's played, he's opened the batting as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure that they know what they're doing yet. I'm not, I don't know if they have a grand design. Right. And so Finch has confirmed that he's opening with Warren in the next two games. Yeah, he said at the end right. of the game. I wonder what that means for Cameron Green. Maybe they just wanted to give Finch a break from opening the batting and getting his front pad 9-11. <laughs> With Possibly. respect to him. Possibly. And it's gone well for him. And it's gone well. Well, Maxwell's... Look, look, we're fucking invested in this side, aren't we? Yeah, I know, man. Um, Maxwell's last seven innings for Australia in T20s. 19, 16, 1, 0, 6, oh, 0, doesn't 1. So that's, he's doesn't matter. He's due. Yeah, exactly. He's due. Ka- Glenn Maxwell is... Better prepared for this World Cup than David oh. Warner. On, on that <laughs> yeah, basis. That's right. That's he right. He's due. So the reason he's, he's got he's got the due date. Yeah, correct. Yes, he's timed. He's that. tapered. He's he's exactly. tapered it nicely. <laughs> exactly. Program uh, to really launch um, against that first game against the Kiwis uh, in a couple of Saturdays. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all about you know as David Warner said, it's all about giving selectors a headache. Yeah, you know, like selectors want headaches. They want the door bashed down. Yep. <laughs> There's multiple guys bashing doors. They're inside that door. They're getting door headache. Bashes. They're getting headaches from that noise of the door being bashed. Yep. Um, think about the '90s. You know, like John Benno, Andrew Hilditch, mm-hmm. Trevor Hons, mm-hmm. and I'll say Hons. Hons, yeah. Cracker Hons. <laughs> uh, you know, like chronic tension in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hermia continua. <laughs> what the fuck is that? It's chronic tension. It's, it's oh, just I he- see. Headaches, headaches at all times. Oh, of so that's what they did in the '90s. Of I mean, course. so. Does it all go well for Australia? Does it mean that there's lots of competition? Destoinis' innings last night where he hits 35 off nothing gets off the mark quickly as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, that yeah. a function of Tim David's pressure, cranial pressure? You know, is, it, is this bash door down stuff? Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I liked it last night. I liked seeing that <laughs> big Stoin in there. 35 off 15. That was all pretty good. Should we talk about England a bit? I mean, they won. Ah, yeah. Uh, I, don't, <laughs> I don't really rate it. <laughs> uh, Mark Wood. It's yeah. quick. It's yeah. throw far. Yeah. He hit the deck. I was impressed with Curran last night. Yeah. Change yeah. of pace. Real good death like bowling. It. Real good death bowling. And Reese Topley's been doing well yeah. for them. I, yeah. Uh, Adil Rashid's a very good international spinner. He's got a very good, very good record. Yeah. Um, Moen Ali as well for a chop out runs. Yeah. Uh, look, it's a good side. I mean, Moen Ali said at the end of the Pakistan series, he thought that India and, um, and Australia were the two favourites. It's also what's... Most people think, but I mean, England, like, fuck, I mean, they're... Well, they just dusted us first time here. I think England and... and I'll get straight twos. It was twos. <laughs> Is Livingston, Livingston coming back? Yeah. Well, there you go. Fuck yeah. hell. Stokes yeah. coming in at three. I, thought, I just thought, like, it was Butler, Hales, and it's like, send Stokes out. I know it didn't mm. work for him. I was like, that's... It's first, that's first, first, T20, first T20 for Stokes since uh, yeah. sometime last year, Felt about weird. a year ago. Felt weird, didn't Felt it? Felt weird. Mm. On the boundary, no lid. No like, lid. I, I like captain. it. I like it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, he would have appealed for obstructing. So he should. Um, that other series that happened in the West Indies. Oh, yeah. Uh, what, what haven't we spoken about? Hey, um, Stark's good. Uh, he took four for, what did he take? Four for 20 or something in that second game? Uh, for, yeah, four for 20. Four for 20. Dave Warner runs everywhere. Dave Warner went past, his, he scored his 100th score of 50 or more <laughs> in T20 cricket. Only Gale, only Chris Gale's got more. 
in the history of the sport. 100 score of 50 or more. Yeah, okay. Yeah, pretty good. And then he, now he's got 101. He another 50 last night, didn't he? That's uh, good. David Warner's been the coming man for so long. Is it like, I mean, he's here, but like... He's a great. He's he's a great, but he's so, he's so shrouded in uh, in like a polarity, you know, people's views of him, that I think it sometimes masks how good he is. He's just been so great before our eyes for so long, mm-hmm. uh, and he's just doing it right now. Uh, you know, I was thinking about with him. I was just looking at those numbers. Like he's got he's got more scores of fifty more than Coley. Barbara, it's literally only Chris Gale who played until he was sixty one years old, um, who has scored more. 50s, 50 plus scores in T20 cricket, and I wonder. This is also in relation to the attendances in that in that um, in that West Indies series. Okay, the Gold Coast. Okay, there's four thousand people there for that's the first game like to launch the summer. Really, you know, like the, the footy's over. First game of the summer, four thousand people turn up to the Gold Coast. But then, the Gold Coast is the biggest fucking myth. It's a fucking a, myth. It's a myth. It's a of, fucking myth. You know, like every. Demographer in Australia is like, oh, it's the fastest growing thing. We've got to put a sports team there. No one goes or cares. I think lovely I think place, Gold Coast. If you live there, congrats. Great to <laughs> congrats. be from there. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, it's it's forever proven itself a myth as a sporting place. Yeah. And if you throw on top of that, what Lawler described as the shallow hell of it all, basically fucking international T Twenty friendlies in October. Yeah, into the fucking Gold Coast. Yeah. You're asking for it. Well, that's what I was going to say, and then because the second Sorry. game, second game there was under eight thousand people at the Gabba, so doubled. Two X, two X, different to four X, of course. Yeah. Um, but I think this is, uh, I think Australia's relationship to T Twenty cricket is still, yeah. we're st- we still, we don't, don't rate it, don't want it, don't like it's a bit of a hit and giggle. It's, uh, it's I'm still. Curi- I'm curious about this World Cup. So am I. Here in Australia. Yeah, so am I. Now, yeah. like literally, literally, we fucking won the thing last year. People, people really care about it. People really care about last year. They care a lot more about the Ashes. Now, the Ashes is the Ashes is the Ashes, right? It's the, it's the right. biggest thing in Can't the sport. Argue with that. The Ashes. <laughs> well, actually, the Ashes so actually isn't the Ashes. Not the Ashes. Yeah. <laughs> Change the formats of it. <laughs> but I just think uh, people's relationship to it is like, nah, get the real stuff on in the uh, uh, Boxing Day Test and uh, get the summer going and uh, a bit of Test cricket. Manus runs, Steve Smith runs. You know, it's not so. So when I think about Warner's record and his achievements in the sport. I mean, he he is without question. He's in the conversation for the greatest T Twenty player of all time. Mm. He's in that discussion. Mm. But That's I, a conversation I, we have, uh, yes. But I don't think people even like <laughs> people even recognise that because it's like barely, you know, it's barely a thing. I think we're still thinking about Andrew Johns playing for New South Wales in the T Twenties. Yeah. <laughs> if you open the papers in Australia today, you're over the age of sixty. <laughs> And, and if you congratulations uh, on your investment property, that's right. Yeah. Uh, or or jump online. The major sports stories will still be the footy codes, despite both of those uh, three, four of those codes finishing. Or not, not the A League. Sorry, but uh, yeah, like it, it, it's it's time trial stuff. It's trades. It's fucking with with rugby league. It's the World Cup coming up. It's like um, yeah, player movement. I, I kind of like it. I, like it's. Part of me likes the myopia of Australians in this sense. Like Australians are like, mate, I don't get out of bed for cricket until the smell of jasmine goes away, and I can. And there's some sun streaming into my house, and mm-hmm. the beach becomes an option. That's when I start to tune into cricket. Yeah, right. And like you can you can cram it all you want, mm. whatever. But it's quite just waiting, just wait. Like I need a like. There used to be a thing called changeover season. Right. You know, like the the footy season finished, cricket was in a few weeks time, and you had a few weeks to you know sort your tax out, which was late. 
Uh, yes, that is late. Or, 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 or whatever it may be. Tend to your garden. It's spring. There's a bit of rainfall there. Things grow a little bit uh, much. <laughs> Things grow a bit much. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, but now it's just, like, it's, it's just wall-to-wall content. At all. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, someone yeah. said to me, yes, I, I, I went uh, for a very um, wholesome, like, trip to the park with another friend who I used to go out with, you know, to like 4 a.m., but now there's children. And w- it was uh, like 9.30 in the morning. He was telling me he caught up with a mate the night before and uh, he's like, he's like, hey, he's like, it was like, no sport on, no sport on. Like Saturday night, I was like, oh, how's the conversation? He's like, no, luckily we're good enough mates that we don't need sport on at the time. But, you know, yeah. if, if it was if it was a lesser mate, yeah. we'd need we need sport to we fill need, in the gaps in the conversation. Look at. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what we don't that's what we don't miss. That's what we miss so we, we with friendship, you know, mm. through through the change over season mm. is that content. Well I wonder if Australia actually, you know, do something as well cover that will if that will um endear the code to Australians. I think they have to win it. But even have then, to win, win but, or bust, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's any tournament really if you're mm. Australia. But I wonder if like if it will change people's I, I just feel people's relationship with it is like, nah, it's not the root it doesn't really count. Except that I mean, this is part of the thing that this is why no one knows who Tim David is. The, you know, like or, or um or have conversations about like, well, you know, Pat Cummins is a bit of a cunt, isn't he? Because he he's he's been rested, uh uh he's he's resting for Australia, you know, when he should be doing <laughs> like, <It's> very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what you know what I mean? Like people people uh, people's relationship with the code is just not the understanding yes. of what in terms of the global cricket economy. Do you think that's why they want Cameron Green in the side as well, like a marketing selection as well? You know, oh, like, we all want, did, we all want did, marketing. Did, did, <laughs> and that's what Nathan Ellison needs, a bit of marketing around him as well, just to force his way into the side. I think so. I think mm. so. Anything else happen in that game? Uh, I don't uh, know. Uh, Kyle Myers hit a big six. Yeah, uh, that was a good shot. That was a good shot. That was a good shot. Um, do you want to talk about Australian domestic cricket before we speak to Teague Wiley? Yes. So 18-year-old Teague Wiley's become the youngest player to score a shield century since Pez, Ricky Ponting, Ponting. in the famous 92-93 summer. And what a golden summer that was. Um, was actually. So that's, um, that's something to look at. And he's, and he's test cricket as well, isn't he? He likes his tests. Yeah. And, and, and it's, a, it's, it's, it's a... The, the, the rig's got presence and the, yeah, the, yeah. there's a jaw to it. Uh, I feel quite strange speaking about an eighteen-year-old that way. Actually, as I as I reflect on that, okay, we're about to talk to him. Yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, it, it, no, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of nice words. Yeah. coming out. There's yeah. actually there seems to be a little bit of a collection of young guys who are like uh, who seem to be kind of pushing back on the proliferation of white ball cricket and mm-hmm. the, you know the almighty rupee. Mm-hmm. Henry Hunt, you know, mm-hmm. o- overnight with a 97, ni- 97 red yep. in a, what they're calling a vigil uh, to stave oh, off nice. defeat against Victoria. So yeah. earned the sack as a draw mm-hmm. or some shit. So Henry Hunt, Will Pekoski, he's red ball oriented. Mm-hmm. We've obviously got Teague Wiley now. You'd still say Cameron Green. I'd say Green's red hey, ball. Green is red ball. Mm. Uh, not to be confused with Red Bull, his new sponsor, which might change, <laughs> might change his orientation. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. Rajasthan's uh, And... Uh, who else we're looking at? Um, who else? There's one. There's one other person as well who's 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 young and red ball, and I can't really remember right now. So that just goes to show, doesn't it? That just, <laughs> that just goes to show. Hey, well, uh, speaking of young and up and coming talent, which is what the Australian don't think Australian domestic cricket from the from a uh, like an observer of it is just it's like player led. I don't really care about the teams, like who's winning it. Oh like, man, it's names. It's, it's just it's names. numbers against names. Numbers against it's names. What you're looking for? Yeah. So Queen, we'll, we'll do it now. Queensland played Tassie, Labuschagne, 172. Good. Yeah, you know that's what I that's what I want to see. Yeah, uh, I saw. I mean, uh, Jimmy Pearson, hundred, good. Mm. 
Backup, backup, carry stuff. Uh, can, we talk about, can we talk about Jimmy Pearson? Yeah, I, that's, uh, that's five, you, you're whispering it quietly. Well, that's five hundreds in two years for Jimmy Pearson. He's mm. got a better average than Carey in mm-hmm. first class cricket. The average is thirty-seven, I think. Mm. So I think Carey's is thirty-three. Mm. Carey also has five first class hundreds. So same amount of hundreds. Jim Pearson better average. <clears throat> and I'm just just got a bit of bit of it in my head about Carey's gloves. I'm yep. not sure Kerry's best gloves in Australia. Yep. And I think Payne is probably best gloves in Australia. Now, Payne's mm. not going to play for Australia. Don't get me wrong. But like, but Jimmy Pearson is scoring bulk runs mm. and has done the last couple of years. He's the Australian A wicketkeeper. Two years younger than Kerry? <clears throat> a couple of years younger. Now, Kerry, I think, is probably going to be the Australia's one-day captain um, when Finch – well, Finch has stepped down from I one-day I think day Cummins will be. You think Cummins will be? Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, Jimmy Pearson, is just, there's, there's something there. There's something there to look at. There's something there to look at. I think he's. I think he's putting pressure on Kerry. It's runs. It's gloves. Mm. It's Queensland. I'm not, I've not seen the gloves to be honest. I, I'm, I don't pretend to. I'm told it's gloves. Okay, you told it's gloves. Yeah. I'm. I'm reliably. I always defer to wicket keepers on mm-hmm. on um, that matter. Yeah. You, know, you can't just. Look I just. At I it just don't watch shield cricket. It's because what? <laughs> so I've never. Seen what are you it. doing? I've never seen it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 gloves and it's runs. It's 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 keeper runs. Okay. It's it's shields it's something. Yeah. It's something to it's look winning. at. Now I don't, I don't think Kerry's about to be dropped. I think Kerry's actually done quite nah. well for Australia. But I'm but uh, but gloves gloves are a thing. Gloves Kerry, are a thing. Kerry's got some white ball stuff. He's uh, Kerry's also got a bit about him. You know, a bit of leadership about him. And he's oh, also I got a bit, a bit about. He's him. got a bit of Aussie rules slash AFL about he's him. Got teeth. He's got teeth. He's got. Uh, mm-hmm. He's he's boy next door. Kerry as well. He's like, a bit boy far, next well, door. If you if you know if you are a father, uh, you know. Yeah, okay, nice. Sorry, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> uh, hey, what about Will Sutherland getting his maiden uh, yeah. first-class 100 against South Australia? I the, the other day Collingwood made an approach to him. Uh, like, Really? Uh, yeah, it was some Reddit stuff, so tell obviously what, I've verified tell you it. What, that, that family, because Annabelle Sutherland's done some stuff. She's yeah. got 200 this year yeah. um, so far. But um, but I tell you, there's, there's some athleticism in that family. Yeah, and administration. Is it a big head? <laughs> Will Sutherland. Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think it's, it's, all, it's all. I don't, big. I don't mean that metaphorically. I mean, I mean the head is actually like a well, like a it's buffalo. Not, it's not out of proportion, though, is it? Is it? I don't know. Will Sutherland's got international cricket. Written, yeah, he's yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, and therefore, it'll be so. Uh, so, Will Sutherland hundred. I'd like to see that. Pete Hanscom hundred. I'd 18th, like to see it. He's eighteenth first class hundred. That's yeah. heaps. I think he's, still he's got two. He's got two test tons. Still in touch with the selectors, and guess what? Bit of Asia stuff coming up as well, where it's a bit of he doesn't want to be known as an Asian specialist, yeah. but he can't help what he's been given. Well, he'll have a look can't at help it, what he's been given. Mm. Yeah, he's not gonna he's not gonna yeah. turn his head from it. Yeah, no, I've already I've already played yeah. in Asia, not for me. George Bailey calls me. Will you have a look at Asia for us? Yeah, <laughs> have a look. <laughs> Travis Head's made seventy odd. I'm sure it was great to watch. Yep, captain Scott Bowen's looking good. Uh, yeah, there, there was names and numbers. Yep. And, uh, yep, and 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 that made me feel happy and safe. Um, all right. This, in this round of Shield cricket, uh, <laughs> he said Tim Payne came back as well. He did come back. Yeah, he did come yeah. back. A lot uh, of dismissals as well. Yeah, he finished mm. twenty six red in the in the second innings there where they got rolled. Saw Burns and Kawaja combined to drop uh, uh, drop one for Mark. What would have been Mark Steckity's hat trick? Oh, really? Um, but one of those ones where it's like it's 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 catch of the summer if Kawaja takes it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw some footage actually on Kawaja's Instagram. It was actually before they went away to Asia, and he's batting on his tennis court with a, ball, with a tennis ball machine. He's batting his Australia lid. Oh, okay. It's very good. Yeah. Very good. Well, anyway, I'd do that. That content's about six months old, so do with that what you will. Uh, also, um, I noticed that Jimmy Pearson was talking about how um, 
uh, what's his name? Renshaw opening the batting for Queensland. So mm. Kawaja wasn't opening the batting. It was yeah. Burns and Renshaw. And they did that because they're having a look at like a bit of a replacement for what happens at the top of the order when Warner eventually retires. Mm. And uh, who happens with him? Oh, Kawaja happens with him at the mm. moment. Anyway, those guys are both deep into their, deep into their 30s. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you know, that's the reason why Renshaw was back opening the batting. Because he was batting like five and six for a while, wasn't he? Mm. For Queensland. Mm. Anyway, I like that. Back. Yeah, for Queensland. Queensland's in a good moment. They seem to just have things quite nicely aligned. That mm. makes me feel safe as an Australian. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, and you know when when a state starts to orient itself towards like we're just getting guys ready to play for Australia, it's that's when you know it's in a good place. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Well, we're we're going to fuck around with the order. Yeah, Uzi, you drop down to four so we can get Renshaw again. Yeah, for Australia, mm. sort of stuff my state used to do, but not a great eleven. Not a great eleven at the moment. Doesn't look like yeah, mm. it's a great eleven. <laughs> hey, we're going to speak to Teague Wiley right now But before we do anything Our dear friends at Budgie Smuggle It's BudgieSmuggle.com Pairs the ordinary competition uh, The finalists have been decided Some great content online as well With CEO Adam Limforth Friend of the show Well, an important friend of the show But truly has been on the show <laughs> Telling stories about showering With the New South Wales side uh, There's great content of him calling up The nominees for Ordinary Rig So that yeah. event is on the 29th of October at the Ivy in Sydney, and you can be there if you'd like to purchase a ticket. Uh, you just go to Eventbrite. Look, listen, just type in Eventbrite Budgie Smuggler Rig Ordinary Ticket, and you're just going to get that at the top of it. You know how to, people know how to use What do you want to do? Yeah. Like read out eventbrite.com.au slash E slash Ordinary. It's not going to work. So just, just type in Budgie Smuggler Ordinary Rig How Get Ticket. Yeah, ticket How Get yeah. Now <laughs> available. <laughs> When, yeah. when it. Even with some typos, it will work yeah. it out. Yeah. Uh, and it'll give you like in italics, in yeah. a bold italics, it'll tell you what you actually were trying to say. And and if you're, if you've got problems like me, you'll actually click that so that the spelling was correct as That's it brings right. up a new page. Even, even though it's the same search results. Mm, exactly. Uh, you can buy tickets there. Uh, doors open 1pm, Saturday, October 29. Action kicks off at 2.30 sharp. The winner's crowd at 4.45. Lots of hijinks in between. Oh, Hosted by yeah. the Hello Sport Boys, uh, Tom and Eddie. That'll be amazing. Uh, $20 from every ticket donated to the Black Dog Institute. That's similar, that's similar to TJC's uh, charity, the Front Dog Institute. That's right. You've, <laughs> you've heard of the Black Dog. Now get ready for the Front Dog Institute. It's, it's, a, it's about getting guys off the back foot. That's right. It's, the back it's, stool. It's, it's, it's sort of half cricket coaching, yeah. half uh, life coaching. It's half life coaching. And he'll, and, Confidence and boosting. That's right. Yeah. And the ensuing mental health effects that's uh, right. that flow from it. And you, you become quite proficient on the front foot. That's right. Now, that's a Front Dog Institute, which is mm. different to what Budgie Sagan is supporting. Mm. A far more important organisation. That's right. The Black Dog Institute. Uh also, if you just want any kit heading into summer or winter, wherever you are, um, they're the only two seasons, or I suppose there's wet season in Darwin, and if you're in the tropics, uh, budgiesmuggler.com.au, use the code CHAMP, and uh, see what happens at checkout, budgiesmuggler.com.au. And Pez, this interview is brought to you by T20 Stars. Mm. Uh, of course, you've seen the stuff online of us uh, playing with the kit, playing with the kit uh, to mix, some would say mixed results, but I've also seen Water using it in the Legends League. No, no, he wasn't playing, no, he was playing in both. He was playing he the Legends in League both. in India, and he was also playing in the Road Safety World Series. Series. Yes, um, and he was using the kit. Yep. You can find highlights of it. You can, if you follow, like uh, I think it's ESPN Crick Crick Info. I've seen some stuff, some clips there online of mm. Watto like fucking Mitch slog, Johnson slog too. sweeping. Yeah, Mitch Johnson. He took down and Johnson yeah. slog sweeping. Graham Swan mm. uh, with the kit. So, you but know. Johnson was using it too. Johnson was and, using and, it too. And made seventy odd. Really? Now, it made me. It made me. It reminded me that I used to love Mitch Johnson's, Johnson's runs. Batting. Yeah, yeah. Mitch Johnson yep. runs was like some of my favorite lower order yep. fast bowler runs. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a specific category. Yeah. 
it goes all the way back to in terms of my consciousness of cricket, like your Merv Hughes's, etc. Okay. Okay. A, a, a big fast bowler who can swing the bat a little bit, you know, might be able to bat an eight or yes. a nine. Because things Stark happen used to have this. Yep. Stark's batting's probably gone off the boil a little bit. Mm. You know, when Stark comes out to bat these days, mm. this is an unfortunate comparison with Johnson because they bowl with the same hand. But uh, mm. Stark comes out to bat these days. I don't feel like he's like. Oh, might get something in the crowd for this. Yep. You know? But when Mitch Johnson batted for a while, and he scored that 100 in South Africa. Yes, he did. Gee, that was a I good think he one. also got like a 90. Mm. Or did he get 200s in South Africa? Possibly two. I think he might have got two. Stark got his 99. He got 99 in, in, in India. India. Jeez, yeah. he was striking the ball well then. Yeah. That was also the same series where he famously went to interview Moses Enriquez uh, in, his, <laughs> in his bed, <laughs> who was just watching a bit of Spotify. Yeah, he's watching Spotify, yeah. Yeah. That was the same series, was it? Fuck, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, the guy's using T20 stars kit, right. which is like kit. isn't, but yep. Mitch Johnson is, That's and so is Shane Watson. And as we said in the past, Watto's got his mitts all over this kit, and you can have your mitts all over this kit as well at T20stars.com. Use the code TGC15 for a little bit of help there. <laughs> Here he is. Here's Teague Wiley. Well, he's the youngest Shield centurion since Ricky Ponting, uh, and he barely celebrated because... In his words, tax accountants don't celebrate when they do their tax return. Uh, it's the 18-year-old West Australian, Teague Wiley. Teague, welcome to The Great Cricketer. G'day, fellas. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. Nice one. Uh, Teague, just on that comment that you made, and I think it's a comment a lot of people would like some elaboration on. Uh, you say tax accountants don't celebrate when they do their tax, re- tax return. But I just want to know, do you have a tax accountant? And do you know whether or not, they celebrated when you made that hundred because I suspect they might have. I do have a tax account. I um I got a message from him after the game saying well done and all that, but I'm not sure how much he celebrated. Um, I think Whitey might have thrown me under the bus there with that comment. He's um I was bantering around with a few of the lads and I was saying you know like oh when you a batsman's picked to score runs you know so if he gets a hundred realistically he's doing his job like and if accountant does a good tax return you know he doesn't carry on. <laughs> <laughs> But those uh, might have been the words I said along those lines. Yeah. Um, well, you mentioned there a message from the tax accountant. Let's 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 talk about how high profile we got here after that after that text message. First Shield hundred, eighteen years old, youngest. So what what was what was the what was the highest profile text message that came through? And then also what was the lowest profile message that came through? And the, who 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 have you brushed? Um, there was probably a few guys. Um, JL, who I'm I'm pretty close with, Gilly, a uh, couple of those guys, and. And then I know a, a probably a couple of under ten teammates got around me, you know, come out of the bushes and said, "Well done." But I um I don't mind it, you know, whether I've played cricket than when I was seven or eight or played with them last week, you know, they've all contributed to help me get to where I am now. So I'll always take the time of day to try and get back to everyone. But you're probably getting back to Gilly kind of quicker yeah, than, bit quicker, than yeah. Smithy from yeah, under ten. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get back to those guys pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> would, have been, would have been a few who's this, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> um teague uh, just just on the uh you know the i guess the approach to scoring hundreds and stuff like i know you say now that like look it's the words have been twisted a little bit and that's all fun uh but it is true like like you you make a point of not taking your lid off when you score a hundred uh why is that i guess growing up my, my father always drilled into me you know Probably from my perspective, I don't like a lot of the me time. I never really got around guys carrying on a lot. Um, 
I've never really liked it. I've got nothing against people doing it, um, but I just find from my perspective, it's not something that I really like. I just, I've always had this philosophy of three words when when you get to 100, the job's not done. So just trying to try and keep on going and try and make those good days, great days. Oh, it's Kobe. Kobe, job, yeah. job, job's not done. It actually reminded me of like, I'm not sure if you've ever seen Greg Chappell celebrate or if you know who Greg Chappell is. He played cricket for Australia a while ago. Um, and he used to score hundreds and he like would barely lift the bat. And it reminded me of that. And there's, there's some sort of safety in that. So I want, I want to say thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, almost more of an uproar for not celebrating than there is to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. It's a real commentary on society, you know, like you've created a conversation around, you know, how things have changed. Like, like are you aware, Teague, that uh, he goes just mentioned safety, you know, like we're old men compared to you. Like you're, you're 18, sort of 37, 36. I guess I'm pushing 40, but it, it's it kind of <laughs> – it warms the cockles of the heart just to hear a youngster talk about wanting to play red ball cricket, not wanting to celebrate hundreds because the three words are jobs not done, keeping the lid on. You know, test cricket is the purest form of the game. Like, do, do, do you understand how happy that makes us in this kind of, you know, rupee chasing white ball world? <laughs> uh, I, I guess I've always believed that test cricket is the pinnacle of the game. You know, you can't get any higher than that. Um, you can always, you know, I guess for me, from the, when I might get to the back of my career, I might go try and play a bit of hit and giggle and make a bit of coin and get something back from the game. But um, I guess I've always just loved batting a long period of time. I love batting so much. You know, I just find in T20 cricket, sometimes you face 30 or 40 balls. And in Red Bull game, I might not even be off the mark by then. So, <laughs> I, and, um, yeah, I've always just, you know, dad's, I'll keep going back to dad. You know, he always just said test cricket's the purest form of the game and, you know, you really get to work blokes over and I just I just find it so much fun. Can I ask, mate, like, you know, we are out of the game. We have been out of the game for a little bit of time. Like the the um, presentation of young guys that we get told about is that like guys your age tr- truly do go into the nets and practice their 360 hitting or like, you know, might make themselves a little bit more uh, amenable to white ball cricket. Like you're there, you're 18, you're in the Australian 19 side, top run score at the world cup. And you're um, you obviously don't see it that way. Like, are you an exception to the rule? Like when you talk, when you uh, play cricket with your mates, guys, your age, are they a little bit more white ball focused and you're a little bit of an anomaly, like off to the side or, or are there a lot of guys your age who see it your way? I guess it's tough because a lot of the pathways coming up when you're when you're young is white ball cricket. Uh, you know the national champs are fifty overs, the World Cup nine to nineteens is fifty overs. So for a lot of the guys, you say like, oh, I need to focus on red ball cricket, but for them, it's actually really tough because the only thing that they see is their next championship or the next World Cup, which is you know all white ball cricket. Um, we had a pre-season net. We were doing white ball batting, and I literally could barely hit the ball off the square. I still can't. I remember Voges was doing a net with me and he was like, okay, we're doing ramp shots and first ball I ramp went into my throat and then <laughs> ramp went into my chest and I was like, oh, I actually hate this. And then, <laughs> all right, mate, just try and straight drive one and then I inside it into my thigh pad and I was like, oh, God, I'm having a stinker here. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, as I said, I've always just had my eyes set on playing test cricket and no matter what game I play, I'll always try and adapt and, you know, play my way, play my game to what suits the situation. Um, but, I might be a little bit different to other kids who, you know, like trying to hit the ball and like trying to make, you know, those hundred, the 60 ball hundreds. But I guess I might just be a little bit different to those guys. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry, sorry to like keep harping on about it. you've obviously mentioned the influence of your dad on this, which is which is very cool. And I can understand that. Like I'm sure he goes can as well, because we just grew up in a different time where Red Bull cricket really is the pinnacle and it's the best test of a of a player because you do get worked over, etc. Just from your experience, like as a player who's coming through and a player of promise and you've been identified and now people are talking, you know, now people are mentioning you in the same breath as Ponting and all this kind of stuff. Right. Which you just, which I'm sure is unhelpful, you know, for, for someone your age, like, do you find um, coaches or other people in and around the, the system of cricket encouraging you to develop that white ball side of your game? Or do you feel like there's enough um, support there just to, to focus on red ball cricket? I guess there's, I'm very, very lucky to have a few really good coaches around me. Um, I guess I don't just want to be a one-dimensional player. I don't just want to be just tunnel vision towards playing test cricket. But I guess, you know, in regards to white ball cricket, I've kind of tried to manufacture a game that I could get, if I managed to get selected in any white ball side, that I could perform. Um, but I guess that just tries to come down to my career game. I try to manage risks a lot in white ball cricket. I might not score that 100 or 60 balls, but it might be a little bit of a, a grind. You know, I played a one-day game on Saturday for Rockingham Mander and we, I got my 50 in the 37th over, but then we ended up chasing it down nine down and won the game. So it was quite a quite a different one there, but other guys might get their 50 in the 10th over and they feel like they've done their job. Um, but I guess I just try and, as I said, um, manage risk and try and find a way to, find my way to try and score runs. You mentioned earlier about JL, and I know the guy, like all the guys in West Australia just love Langer, right? They've, they've all had great experiences with him, right? And I, I just want to know, like, when did you first meet him and what his influence has been on your career thus far? It's been, it's actually, I've, I've known Justin for quite a long time. I was, when I was 12, I was picked in the WA under 15 squad and I was down in the indoor nets at the WAC and I was facing a couple of the bowlers and JL was helping out with the 19s at the time. Basically ripped me out of the net and pulled me over and said, "Face these boys, face the 19s." And right, and the, the next morning I got an email and he was saying, "You know, I've been coaching at the Wacker for four years now, and last night was one of my favourite opportunities because I got to watch you bat." Um, so that was quite special. And then I guess we've just been keeping. He's been keeping close tabs probably since then. When I was fourteen, you know, I'll be the first bloke to admit I wasn't the best best student at school. I um. Ended up being a dropout, but he was saying, you know, like, come up to my office. We can have a chat about it. Um, invited me to one of the, the Wacker sessions when I was 13 or 14. Um, umpired a couple of their net sessions. It was really good. Um, and I guess every time, you know, I've made a squad or done something like that, he's always been, you know, messaging me saying, well done. And, you know, I could not say one bad word about JL. He's been nothing but awesome to me. That's nice. It's nice to hear things in the background as well, like the, the ways coaches can support people uh, in ways that we don't see. Um, take If you could tell us something about something we didn't see when you scored your 100, you're playing against New South Wales and you're facing Nathan Lyon when you bring it up. Like He's got to be saying things to you, doesn't he, like in the, in the lead up to it. Uh, and I want to know what it was. <laughs> and I want to know, you know, were the, were the blue baggers giving you a hard time in the lead up to the 100 or are they just sort of uh, getting belted around? Oh, to be honest, they were actually really good. Um, obviously, there's a bit of chirp and that going on. I tend to sometimes get, as Steve Smith says, you, you know, get into a little bit of a bubble and you kind of shut it out. But I know 
Gaz took a bit of a liking to the strut. Apparently, when I when I bat, I roll the shoulders a little bit, and I have a bit of a strut on me. And then a couple of the lads took a liking to the gold chain that I wear. Um, yeah. But you know, after after I um, didn't hit that four, um, but they paired <laughs> it. Um, you know, he said well done and um, well batted and all that stuff. So I guess that's what the game's about at the end of the day. I wonder if um, with your under-19 stuff and the national championship and stuff, I mean, there must be some sort of white ball pedigree in there. I mean, I just want you to um, make me salivate for the future, Teague, here, because obviously you're now going to play 130 tests. That's exciting. Future test captain. You're going to break all these records that Ricky Ponting set. These are your words, not mine. Um, but, you know, is there <laughs> – I mean, how, many, how many ODI caps are you going to give us? <laughs> Boys, I'm not <laughs> – Obviously, playing for Australia, I hope it's probably still a while away. Um, I don't try to set too many goals when it comes to playing games for my country or playing games for WA. I just try and, you know, take that. That next ball is the most important one of your life, in the words of Gilly. So I'll just try and go my net one game at a time, and if I get there, I'll get there. Oh, yeah, very, 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 very level head. I'm, yeah, I'm not sure. Sounds, I'm really... like a te- sounds like a test player. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I tell you, you, you spoke. You spoke um, after the hundred, talking about how much you uh, idolise Rahul Dravid. Rahul Rahul Dravid's batting, his ability to bat for long times. I wonder. I wonder, like, who who are your favourite players growing up from Australia? Because I mean, they're, they're probably still playing. Like the kids, the the, the, the guys that you idolised, are probably still playing for Australia. Do you have you have ambition to play with your hero one day? Um, I love Mike Hussey. I've got number 48 on my back, you know, Mike Hussey wore that number. So I love the way he went about his business. Um, obviously, Steve Smith and those guys, you know, when he was scoring hundreds, he threw that Ashes series a few years ago, you know, I was just sitting there like this guy's next level. Um, but I guess as well um, on Dravid, I've just always loved guys who have an ability to bat a long period of time um, and just the mental strength it takes and the mental strength that he had to play his role as well as he did. I just admire guys who can go out there and do business like he did. Um, Can you give us a bit of insight as well, Teague? Like you mentioned coaches before, like multiple coaches, and we're just talking about this off air. Like I I, um, have come across Tom Scolle, who you've been working with for a long time. Most people listening to the show and including us wouldn't really understand like players at the top level. You, you have your official coaches who might coach you in 19s or the WA coach, et cetera. But like some of you guys might also get a bit of coaching privately or like out, outside the system. And has Tom been that for you? How long have you guys been working for and what kind of, what kind of influence has he had on your career so far? Oh, skulls has been awesome. And I guess that the thing as well with him is he's so good mentally, um, you know, his business is called Cricket Mentoring. You know, it's not just, you know, skills and technique. He's a lot off the field, you know. Sometimes I'll just ring him and not even talk about cricket and talk about, you know, how life's going and all that type of stuff. But, you know, when I was a little bit younger, you know, I was still at school. I used to sometimes get a day off school to go up to his and help him do office work and then would go hit balls for an hour or two. I'd throw to him, he'd throw to me. Um so he's had a pretty, very, very strong influence, and I can safely say, without the help of him, I would not be where I am today. Mm. Oh, what a legend! All right, well, um, Teague, I hope this isn't the first or uh, the last time we chat. Uh, I, I think it's the first of many. Uh, congratulations on the first ton, mate. It sounds like you're gearing yourself up for a fair few more. Uh, but um, <laughs> un- until then, mate, go well. And uh, I'm looking forward to what happens when, uh, like you know, the the rupees and the white ball stuff comes your way. It's like you know, like an adolescent <laughs> when the when the girls start coming and stuff like that. Uh, it should be interesting. Uh, thanks, thanks each for having me, fellas. It's been 
an absolute pleasure. Hados. It's the Gabba. Hados. It's the Gabba. Hados. It's the Gabba. There's nerves. There's nerves. Every man and his dog has a fundamentalist opinion about what to do on a wicket that does literally everything. Hype, humidity, ADOS. ADOS. Hype, humidity, ADOS. ADOS. Hype, humidity, ADOS. Bump them out. Submission. Hive humidity. Hados. If you think about it, you know, um, and then if you think about it, and then bump and bump and Hados. If you think about Hados. If you think about Hados. Bump them out into submission. Hive humidity. Hados. Thank you very much to Tiger O'Wiley. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was a stretch, but I did it. Um, India and South Africa are, are entangled and intertwined in a gripping ODI series, a three-match series being played for some reason. South Africa won the first game. Uh, they defeated India by nine runs. They hit 249 of 40 overs. It was a reduced game to 40 overs per side. Uh, Klassen and Miller both hit 70 reds. Uh, Sandra Sansman got it close at the end. He 86 off 63 balls, uh, but they fell nine runs short just at the end there. So South Africa went 1-0 up in the series. The second game was the other night, and South Africa, uh, sorry, India won that game comfortably. They fucking smashed it. Um, South Africa got 278 for seven. Hendricks, 74. Adam Markham, first runs in a long time, I want to say, hit 79. Shreyas Iyer hit 113 red in the chase, and Ishan Kishan hit his highest score for India, I want to say, hit 93. They won that game with about 25, 30 balls to spare, some shit like that. Chased 282 down, uh, three down. That's the highest run chase against South Africa since March 2017, Pez, that famous run chase in that game. Yeah. Now, this is all interesting, in, uh, well, relatively interesting in that, um, Pez, you're right across the World Cup Super League table, uh, yep. which, which uh, basically dictates who qualifies for World Cups. Yep. And so South Africa at the moment, there are 13 teams in the uh, in the World Cup Super League table. South Africa currently 11th. Right. The top eight automatically qualify for the World Cup. That means that leaves five remaining teams in that table. Those five teams have to qualify against five other associate nations. I'm going to guess teams like um, Papua New Guinea, that, that, that kind of stuff. They, they have to qualify to then who decides against the World Cup. Now, South Africa are 11th at the moment. You get 10 points for a win. They're miles behind eighth, um, which is the West Indies, I think. I looked it up before. So, uh, yeah, and then obviously South Africa have been the ODI series in Australia, so they, they're not going to accrue any points there. So, ba- so basically what I'm saying is like, it's looking very much like South Africa are going to have to qualify for the next World so Cup. What, they're just going to have to go and pump PNG. Uh, and and, and, no, and then funny. they just will. <laughs> I've, I, I mean, it's only a really small thing. So first thing to point out is that like South Africa's playing India 2s. So, so India, yeah. in, India 1s have gone to Australia to prepare for this World Cup that's on. They were in Perth the other night watching, yeah. uh, watching the game last night. That's right. Going over in their suits. Maybe they got some pyjamas on the plane, first class, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And South Africa's main side remains in India to play their 2s. Yep. Uh, I just wonder, you know, like while pretty much every other international 
country is in Australia preparing for an actual World Cup. Like all, like South Africa's guns are, you know, sort of doing battle with Shreya Sire and Cool Deep Yadav and stuff. Good players. Yeah, good, good players. players. Good players. Uh, just another example of like, uh, it's just, it, it, it's India stuff for South Africa. You know, they got to do, they got to like. Oh, uh, it's huge revenue for and them. Yeah. And they're playing, they're playing one day cricket, you know, yeah. when they've got another format coming up. Yeah. Hardly an ideal preparation, as they would say. But, oh, but, the, but the World Cup is coming up. I mean, it's, it's there, you know, in 12 months time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that, that, that will stand in good stead. Yeah, can you use, use the conditions 11 speaking, months out? Speaking of bin stuff. Uh, <laughs> Were we? <laughs> I guess this whole series is bin stuff. Um, I know the BCCI AGM's on uh, October 18th. Uh, it's on October 18th, is it? Yeah, yeah. 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 And uh, I'm not saying that's been stuff. Uh, Dada's up for a second term. I thought he but, was leaving. Well, Crickbuzz says it's unlikely that he'll, that he'll go for the second term, that Dada will go for the second term. But okay. he might become the BCCI nominee to the ICC's chairman's post. So Dada, okay. Dada is the big Dada. Now, okay. that disappoint, uh, Like first on first read of that, I'm upset because – I like Dada being in charge of the BCCI because his name's Dada. Yep. It's just memories and yeah, it's a good name. Yeah. But then I saw that actually the proposed next chairman of the BCCI is Roger Binney. Oh, really? Yeah. India World Cup winner. Might succeed him. Now, Dada's been a great word to say. Yeah, of course. But Binney is pretty good too. <laughs> that, 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 um, that does work for especially us. Especially if we don't, don't like something he's done yeah, or yeah. he doesn't like something someone else has done. <laughs> I think it's. I think yeah. BCCI has done a good job there. When he starts offering other boards, bin stuff. Exactly, <laughs> binny stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm pretty happy all around. Okay, well, that's it could, good. It could, it could be Dada, ICC, Binny, BCCI. That's good. I don't know why I put BCCI underneath ICC there. I don't. Yeah, but that's not how it works. Whatever. Yeah, Binny. Okay, so there good. you go. Something there's, there's my contribution to that series. Well, that the third series, the big decider is going to be in Delhi uh, sometime um, before the World Cup starts. I don't know when it is. Um, <laughs> All right, New Zealand, Pakistan, Bangladesh tri-series. Oh, now we're talking. Now we're talking. Okay, New Zealand, Pakistan, Bangladesh in a tri-series. All these games are in New Zealand. Mm. Pakistan beat Bangladesh in the first game. Yep. Rizwan, he's hit a couple of runs recently. He hit 78 red. Right. Uh, Pakistan won that game. They also beat How's New Zealand. How's the clip? Uh, I didn't, uh, don't have the clip in front of you. Right. Don't have the clip. Don't have the clip. With Rizwan, that's all that matters, the clip. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now in the second game, Pakistan beat New Zealand. Baba, his opening partner, hit 79. They chased down 149 and 18 mm, overs. They did play. it easy. But the highlight of this series, without a doubt, was Glenn Phillips, who's mic'd up. Uh, he's standing at point, I think, and he's just talking about like, how to bowl to Rizwan. And uh, let's have a listen to what he said. Possible. Um, and I think Baba, it's more probably that cock high length, um, trying to be able to, I guess, have his back hit um, so that he doesn't be able to free his arms as much as possible. Just trying to bowl that cock height length. To Baba. To Baba, yeah. 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 So just jumping that on, on, on comms. Just trying to buy just trying to buy all these cock. Supposed to be different. It'd be hard to detect the height for some. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you bowl to Crozier? Yeah. Well that's his knee. <laughs> on <laughs> I like the idea that guys um, get bored with um, you know the invasion of technology and, and broadcasters into the game itself, so they start fucking around with it. You yeah. know, start talking about guys' cocks on the on the mic. I mean I don't know. I'm into it. Isn't that what the Aussies used to do? They should start talking about. They like start talking about our rival sponsors. Oh, they did. Yeah. No, 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 that was when the stunt mics were turned up too loud. Yeah, that might have been in. Uh, that might have been in South Africa. Yeah, where some stuff does go down from time to time. Obviously, India accused SuperSport of cheating. It's a great place. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> when, right. When DR, I think it was a DRS thing. Yeah, it was one no, team uh, against a whole nation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Coley yelling into yeah. a stunt mic. I uh, miss that stuff. Yeah, that me was too. good. Uh, India onto a good thing with that with yeah. Shastri Coley. Yeah, I know. 
from a narrative perspective. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like Vesuvius, so I feel like it was mm. going to erupt at some point. Um, New Zealand beat Bangladesh in the third game. Uh, okay. I was going to say Harry Conway, um, who plays with South Australia now. Mm. But um, his, uh, his, his cousin, Devin Conway, um, hit 79 out of 51. They chased 142 in 17 overs. Um, yeah. So that means that Bangladesh have lost two games. That means Pakistan have won two and New Zealand have won one, oh, lost fantastic. one. So that is just going to be just, I mean, that is edge of your seat stuff right there. Um, good, now, uh, he goes, good good piece of content coming out of that as well. Uh, in terms of drumming up some hype, they had Kane Williamson talking to Barbara Azan both <laughs> of them in full kit <laughs> right. with some cameras around them. They seem to be just be having this informal chat. Okay. But there was cameras around them. Or do, you whatever? When, um, do you remember when Coley and Steve Smith had a chat for some reason before ahead of oh, the uh, the last border Gavaska that yeah. the series that they won? Riveting chat. Yeah, would have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was Kane Williamson talking to Baba Azam about man cats. I think that's his term, and okay. he just uh, he's just looking at Baba saying he appears to be saying like you just don't want people running guys out all the time. Just to slow the game down. And Baba Azam just looking him dead in the eye, just not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> just, Is that what you think? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I wasn't yeah, yeah. sure if it was like. He disagrees or he's like, oh, I'm just not. I'm the captain of Pakistan. I'm not going to open my mouth about that issue in any way, shape or form. <laughs> People will go down, you know. Yeah, yeah. So he's just smiling at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah, that's another contribution from me on that series. Oh, I like it. I like it. I mean, Pakistan are doing some good stuff here um, yeah. in, in the lead up to the series. I mean, they obviously lost that series against England. But, um, you know, it's like South Africa. Fellas, good players. And, you know, that's the thing with T20 World they're, Cup. They're losing, they're losing a lot of games. They've got good players. They're doing some good stuff. Yeah. And I like their opening batters yeah. here. Pakistan, I think they're the best in the world. they got like, some guys. Yeah. When, when those guys play well, it, they look good. And sometimes they get beaten. Those guys haven't done anything that game. Nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah, and they yeah. won't be close, but yeah. yeah I, I just, so you can say that about five, six teams. Yeah. Squint. He's like, yeah, that's a really good team. And then another day it's like, I don't I, know. I, I'm, I'm big into like teams that can't win it, just like just fucking up someone else's tournament. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, but then that's, that's great too. Yeah. yeah. So who are they? West Indies, New Zealand, Pakistan, South Africa. Pakistan. <laughs> Australia. Could, yeah, Australia, yeah. Doesn't work out. Could win some real nuisance value in this tournament. Yeah, India. I don't know. Who went into the UAE series? Australia, the UAE World Cup. Australia was ranked sixth or seventh. Mm. Australia was nowhere. And hadn't won a game in ages. Yeah. It was losing to Bangladesh and the West Indies and stuff. Mm. The bowls were too then, tall then against they us just, and they were yeah. too short against us. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> The opposition was too tall, then they were too short. They weren't yeah. the right height. <laughs> the right height Forest. to play against. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Guys weren't keeping their head down. Yeah, that's right. They weren't step hitting. Yeah, that's Dip right. Dip the head. Dip the head. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, and then Australia goes and wins it. Zamp yeah. is keeping receipts about who's saying what. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. is, is Sri yeah. Lanka doing that now? I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Yeah. Just guys are, you know, just going to see some, we're going to see some sixes. I mm. think that's about it. Mm. Um, in other news... Right. I just want to mention the Women's Asia Cup. Oh, yeah, And yeah, the yeah. Thailand beat Pakistan, yeah, nice. uh, which was fucking unbelievable scenes. Uh, then Pakistan, the next game, beat India. Uh, so just some good Pakistan stuff there. Thailand chased down 116, seven wickets down, one ball to spare. I'm not sure if you've seen the footage. It's fucking scenes. It's yep. good stuff. Um, and I don't have anything else to say about it. It's just good. It's just Thailand, just Thailand winning games. That's good. It's, it's, again, just names that are novel and good. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, nothing to add. Should Should be adding. I noticed that uh, Elise Perry uh, today has re- released yeah. a new range of cricket yeah. gear. Staple. Staple. It's called mm. Staple. It's gear that's accessible to women. Makes sense. I just wanted to raise this with you, Hugo, because it's. I think it's got a personal connection to you. Perry's bat range includes three models, Loftberg, Oak Hill, and St. Ives. They're all, right. all a personal nod to Perry's journey through cricket, where uh, she first learned to hit a cricket ball at Loftberg. Mm-hmm. 
through to her junior club, Oak Hill, and the Nets at St. Ives, where she still goes to have a hit with her dad and brother. Did you ever play those grounds? You ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, played at, I played at uh, Loftberg. I was in West Pimble. Yeah. So Lo- um, Loftberg, there's no T in Loftberg. Or is it Loftberg? I thought it was Loftberg. Yeah, is it? Okay, maybe it is. Yeah. Um, and St. Ives is my first junior club. Yep. But Elise and I like grew up in the same oh, it is. area. It's Loftberg. There's no T in it. No T in it? Everyone's wrong. Oh, me. Oh, I've been embarrassing myself for years about that stuff. <laughs> Calling it Loftberg. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> Egg on my face <laughs> Once again yeah, yeah. Oh, No he's yeah, done you it got again me. Oh, What a stitch up uh, Yeah oh, I just led you down a blind alley there mate No I like it Hey what about this person West Indian John Campbell uh, Has been banned for four years okay. For a violation of an anti-doping rule right. According to the Jamaican Anti-Doping Commission decision The rule relates to evading Refusing or failing to submit To sample collection So I think he refused to give a blood sample Okay um, so John Campbell, he played in the most recent test series against Bangladesh in June. He's played oh. tw- he's played twenty tests for the West Indies. He's oh. played six ODIs and two T twenties. Um, I mean, I'm the same as you. I wasn't that familiar with his career, but um, you say that familiar, sort of. Had <laughs> yeah, a bit of familiarity. I had zero. Uh, I, I, My I first thought is, is he related to Sherwin? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, banned for four years. Guys played twenty tests. It's fucking pretty. Uh, it's pretty how you going. There you go. Do something with that. Well, it's it's a it's a dagger for the Windies ahead of a Test series out here. Yeah, that's, thought, that's yeah. true. I'm not sure if yeah. it would have been selected, but he did play yeah. in the most recent Test series against Bangladesh. So, yeah. uh, you know, there's that. I want to know what it is. Like, I, I you know, I want to get behind him if he's taking something recreational. Now, if you're taking fun, yeah, if you're taking no, 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 I think it would have. Now, four years, four years is performance enhancing. Surely, I don't know. What, well, what, uh, how do you how do you performance enhancing cricket? Faster twitch. Oh, that's a big. That's a big question. <laughs> I think I think we've been trying to deal with that for four or five years, isn't it? Yeah. You know, biceps, uh, yeah. sex stories. <laughs> Anything but go to training. Shit, yeah. <laughs> Turn up in a suit. Uh, so he was, fa- he was fabricating yeah. sex stories. That's and right. so he's been banned for four years. <laughs> <laughs> Performance enhancing. <laughs> he, he hacked into my cricket. Yeah. I play cricket now. I play cricket. I don't know no, 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 no. It's, well, that's, that's in the UK. I don't know. Isn't it like the Aussie? Oh, fuck, I know. There's a new one now. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's issues. Oh, my mistake. Things have gone down. My mistake. Yeah, once again, Mm. we're both right on top of it. Okay. Mm. Uh, Pez, before we get into the hashtag, ask TGC, let's talk about Manscaped. Yeah, okay. What what, what copy are you going to go for today? Oh, Halloween. Uh, Around the corner, I guess. Okay. Uh, Have you ever celebrated Halloween? Did you ever go trick or treating? Look. um, Okay. (laughs) Actually, like, I actually sort of carry a fair amount of anxiety on Halloween just if someone does knock on your door. Okay. Like, oh, I've got to get some lollies ready and stuff okay, like that. Okay, okay, okay. Or whatever, who's going to knock on the door. But um, no, like I didn't grow up with it. I, I, I distinctly remember growing up there being like a big sentiment of like this is an American cultural thing and we don't do yes. this in Australia. Yes, same. In, in the, in the mid-90s. That yep. was sort of my – that was the orbit I was in. I was aware of it. You, you know, you obviously got a lot of – American soft power, so a lot of American cultural influence. You're aware of Halloween. I think the Simpsons Halloween episodes are usually the ones that disappointed me the most. So I was disappointed if there's a Halloween one on. Yep. Uh, but didn't – and so didn't practice myself. I don't think my parents were like – I don't think they were sort of against it aggressively, but yep. it's just not something that we did. And then in the like the – you know, having kids now, in our like, – around our streets, there's a little like – there's a Halloween circuit and people do like on – I don't know. Is it coming up? I guess it's in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, End of October, yeah. Right. You um, on the weekend, 
people will walk around with their kids and there's actually a circuit with like map with the map where it's like each house that's actually doing a Halloween thing oh, shit, is okay. mapped out. And uh That was just called neighborhood watch. <laughs> we used to call that neighborhood watch. <laughs> that's right, you map Don't <laughs> go in there's a pedophile. Don't there. go to that one. <laughs> yeah. It's the scariest house of all. Always oh, used to give candy at any time of yeah, year. That's why they've this got they've got this great circuit, this Halloween one. Because if you don't have your house done up for Halloween, it's presumed you're a pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's Halloween's absolutely taken it's off. Presumed. <laughs> that's right. Um, uh. Trick or treat, Halloween or pedophile. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> fuck me. Uh, so so now for the last couple of years, yeah, like I. I I take the boys around and they, they, they love it. Like they, because they're dressing up, everything's scary, fun. They're getting lollies. You know, you can yeah. see the appeal of it. It's just like, I don't, you still couldn't like get me to explain the roots of Halloween or where it comes oh, from. I just looked it up. I, mm. I thought I had something. Is it some fucking. Yeah. So it's tradition originated pilgrim shit. Ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. Oh, of course. When people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1 as a time to honour all saints. Soon, uh, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. Gee, there was a few rituals going on back then. Yeah, there, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bit of, bit of witch stuff as well, I reckon. Bit of witch stuff back in the day. Mm. Now, uh, yeah, I, once again, I think if you play cricket, you can't really be complaining about that kind of stuff. I think we sort of observe a few rituals ourselves. True. Mm. Left pat on first. That kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah, you actually, you actually, if you appeal that, that that's out, but you can actually withdraw the appeal if you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, manscaped. Ah, uh, yeah. Mike Michael Myers is sure is scary, but the last thing you need is to be hairy this Halloween. Nice. Uh, so manscaped launched their fourth generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this <laughs> spooky day. <laughs> <laughs> Turn, oh, yeah, that's it. I remember this from last week. Turn your bite-sized treat into a king-sized candy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, optical-inch stuff. Yeah. Optical-inch stuff. Uh, and that's what Manscaped's going to do for you. Uh, I'll just come down here a little bit. Their finely-tuned pube products feature a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 is easily the greatest ball trimmer on the planet. Oh, did I mention this trimmer is waterproof too? This trimmer is a shower essential. It's true. I can I can back that up. You chuck it under the water, no problem. Don't have to worry about any sort of zapping. Um, seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations. Their crop preserver ball deodorant and crop reviver ball toner will make sure your pump can stay fresh. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will be thank you. TM. <laughs> I've used any ball toner. Have you used ball toner? Uh, look, I haven't though. The other day, I chanced upon the deodorant. Yep. Uh, the yeah, ball, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball deodorant. Yeah, I have used that before. It's not bad. Not bad. It's not bad. Not bad. <laughs> it's kind of like, but uh, you know, it's. I don't know about what your setup is in your bathroom, but you just have general drawers at, at, at sort of. Oh, I've got I've got a ball station. Oh, really? You have an actual compartment no, I don't for you? No. Okay. I don't know where I was going with that. And I'm so, like, generally I have, like, you, you know, your, my moisturisers, my razors, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera, all sort of hanging around the same spot. Yeah, your jasmine. Yeah, <laughs> your like, 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 a, like a cricket kit, you know, all of my stuff's in there. Yeah, and, uh, extra. And I just saw it, yeah, and I just saw it and I was like, yeah, why not? And I was, I was quite, I was happy with the scent 
and I was happy with the it's experience. A weird exp- yeah, it's it's a. It, I was gonna say weird. It's a, it's um. I was gonna say unique. It was, it was refreshing. Yeah, refreshing I so. experience. Yeah. I, I don't think I'm gonna go for it every time. No, like, no, I know no. My my post shower grooming routine isn't complete unless I deodorize my balls. <laughs> <laughs> What's the website, Bess? <laughs> Manscaped.com. Use the code TGC for 20% off plus free shipping. Sorry for the value. Hashtag ask TGC. A non right in. But please help. My 61-year-old father is in the process of reinventing himself as a swashbuckling middle-order bat. Despite not, a, not have, sorry, despite having not played for 20 years, 18, and boasting a top score of just 39 over a lengthy career as a seam bowler, he inexplicably now seems to think he can channel Rishabh Pump. I thought he was joking about his comeback, but last week he told me he picked up a new grey nick at Rebel. He's since been to a net session in his old club and claims to have smoked them. Complicating the matter is his cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> He's unfit as fuck, and in recent days I've been plagued by visions of him collapsing mid-pitch while trying to turn an ambitious two into an impossible three. Needless to say, my mum is livid. So... Do I try to talk my dad out of this bizarre comeback for the good of his health and marriage, or do I let it play its natural course, allowing him to swing like a rusty gate under the baking WA sun until he can no longer walk on two legs? Who knows, he may fluke his way to a runnable 40, in which case it'll all be worth it. Cheers and keep up the good work, Anon. Look, uh, this is a r- written in a really friendly manner from Anon, but I see, I, I sense a lot of like um, undeserved aggression sitting underneath this from both the author and his mum. I mean, this is just a 61-year-old guy who wants to play cricket. Like, the man the man has earned his right at mm. 61, presumably. I mean, if he has, he has a literate son or daughter, I guess it's not really made clear, is it, uh, who seems obviously old enough, mm. you know, so the, so, the, so the child has been raised yes. and, and raised enough to take an interest in what their father is doing. Okay. He's 61. He's earned the right to play fucking cricket and be Rishab if he wants. Mm. And now he's in trouble for trying to turn a two into a three. Like, let the man... No wonder the man wants some fucking space <laughs> in his life. You know, imagine imagine going back to play cricket. You're out in the middle dealing with, with whatever you deal with and, and your wife and your and your child are still on your back. Yeah. Oh, don't turn that two into a three, Dad. Yeah. Worry about your cholesterol. Dad, you your fucking, cholesterol. You fix your cholesterol with that kind of shit, He's right? being he's suffocated. Fucking, I mean, fuck me. He goes to let the man go to Rebel Sport, get a grey nickels, and pretend to be Rishab Punt. Let him do something. Yeah. Who am I talking to here? <laughs> you know, like he's, he's sixty-one. Yeah. Yeah. For God's sake, he's got his his child is riding into a podcast, going, "Help me!" Yeah. My dad wants to play cricket. Oh fucking hell! Yeah. Let him go. I think most times, Pez, when we get this genre of question of should I go, should I go around again? Now this is like this is Anon's calling out for help, saying like, please tell, please give me the confidence that I need to tell my dad no, don't do this, and find reason in this. But like, I agree with you. Like, let him let him go. Like, I feel like he can find happiness in this sport. Do you I, think you there's know. an age thing in it? Like, like so, so if if this player was like 35, 40, 45, maybe yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, 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 maybe trying to build a career, maybe has young children, or or it does or not, you know, like. 
um, it, it, it's it's not the season of your life. It's not becoming yeah. in that season of your life to yeah. be trying to reinvent yourself as Richard Punt because there's a certain ego attached to it. Oh, I want it. Like oh, I, I can get, I can claim this back. By the time you're 61, all bets are off. Yeah. You're actually you've you've learnt hopefully or decided these are the things that make me happy and mm. I'm going to be able to do it. No one's thinking you're going to be Richard again. You, you make a humble trip to Rebel Sport and get a little grey nickels bat. What's that setting your back? You're not paying more than four or five hundred bucks for a bat at Rebel. Are you? I mean, Probably you're going to you're going to rebel for starters. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. you're obviously not serious. Yeah, with respect. To rebel sport. <laughs> well, there goes that rebel sport partnership. Ah, oh, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> or are we going to do a rebel sport ad and say like, oh, if you're serious about your <laughs> cricket, come here. Yeah. You know, like, I mean, please. Uh, so, and 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 you know. Poor bastard just wants to play. He's never made more than 39 in his life. Mm. He's, he, I'm not saying he's, you're not in the sunset of your life at 61, though maybe, you know, maybe he's just trying to fix it a little bit as well. Mm. Trying to push himself right for three. Wrongs. Trying to f- push himself for three when there's two. And he's got his little son on the side with a laptop going, oh, you shouldn't do that, Dad. <laughs> I'm going to write the great cricketer and shame you into not playing cricket again. Fucking hell. Give him a break. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Okay, Jack. Hi, boys. Thanks, Jack. Uh, just thought you'd like to see this come across your desk. I haven't seen what this is. The twos captain asked a young 14-year-old kid at the club who played threes and fours last year what he would like to do for the year regarding batting, bowling, etc. This was the kid's response. So this is a captain who said, asked what he would like to do this year regarding bowling, batting, and the kid has said, uh, is this his response? Yeah, the thing? Yeah. yeah. He said, hey, Jared. Good to see that you're captaining seconds. I would like to open both and field at first slip. <laughs> Cheers, Marty. <laughs> uh, now this wasn't yeah. a, this wasn't an ask TGC, yeah, right, uh, right. but I, I did think it was uh, it was worthy of discussion. You know, mm, this is it, it's a it's a different genre to going around again. I mean, this this kid has just got hope in his heart, and he yeah. is just he's, well, he's been asked. He's been asked. What do you, what do you want to do? Question. Don't ask, don't get. Yeah. Uh, and he wants to open both, and he wants to field at first slip. Che- I mean, and, but can cheers. I? Just, I want to be specific <laughs> about this because it's a text. Yeah, the there's like it's it's well um, punctuated. You know, it's like, hey, Jared, comma, good to see that you're captaining seconds. <laughs> so it opens with a with yeah. a compliment. Yeah, to yeah, him. yeah. Uh, oh, he's fucking done him here. Yeah, I would he's, like to, I would <laughs> like to open both and field at first slip, and then it's cheers, Marty. There's no comma after the cheers. Yeah. It's just cheers, Marty. Like, uh, so he, he's, he's gotten rid of that comma as well. Yeah. That's a fucking, that's an alpha that's in the an making. Alpha in the making. Play. Yeah. Now, did you ever, did you ever say where you wanted to field? No. I mean. Isn't that fucking, that's some Willie Bin Park shit, isn't it? Like telling, telling someone where you want to field. Like. You get put. Here's the thing. It's like, I mean, no one sound of mind says like, oh yeah, you know, point please. You know, back, backward point. You know, uh, a little gazelle there, mm, or like, mm. yeah, covers. Like, mm. if you're going to say where you want to field, you'll say like two. Yeah. Ironically, but like, the, the irony is that nobody, even all the way up to the professional level, can really catch a ball on the slips. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's a run saving sli- position. Is one of those Just great get away of it. <laughs> oh, it's a it's a vibe position. Yeah. It's like oh, we have we have slips because we're on top. I'm not saying we're going to catch anything there. Mm. And you know, it's like it's one of those positions where, like, when a slips, when a ball comes to you in the slips, it's fucking scary. Like the sound of the nick when you're at like first or so. Do you ever feel much in the slips? A little bit, yeah. yeah like you're at one or two. I mean, three's 
gets again a bit silly. Like, okay, uh, there's yeah. never been a catch taken at third slip or gully in anything lower than first grade. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. So like, <laughs> but like you're at one or two, and like that, you know, you don't get many opportunities in a day. Like even Mark Taylor's like, if you have one or two, that's a big day. Yeah. You know, hell of a game. Cricket. West, <laughs> Westminster system, you're having a big day yeah, yeah. with one chance yeah. in like eight hours. Mm. And uh, and so when it comes your way, like normal people are startled. They panic. First, yeah, you get like, mm. it's the fucking sound of, you know, like of the nick and oh shit, it's coming to me. Mm. And you're doing all that computing, mm. you know, like, so so to, to sort of be like, yeah, I field it too. Like, no, you don't. Nobody, no, no, nobody no feels there. Yeah. You're, you're there by yeah. virtue of some kind of confected seniority yeah. or hand size in the case of yeah, Matt yeah. Renshaw and Cameron Green. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you just go there. Yes. But, like, so so I don't know if you can ever walk out into a field and without, like, any kind of irony to say where you field. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can't walk out and just go, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm mid-wicket. I'm, <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, so, no one ever, I'm, I'm, I'm actually mid-on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a mid-on. specialist mid-on. <laughs> Andrew Simons was good there. The way. He, mid, mids off and on. This just doesn't get talked about very much. Just for, I've just never seen anyone save so many balls there. Well, I understand that in the professional realm, but like, yes, but yeah. let's let's get out of like that. Fours, like no one can play right. on drive again beneath yeah. first grade. Yeah, I I, I um I like Marty's confidence. You know, he's he is on his way up. You know, Jared the captain. Uh, it's is, a, it's is a good usurped. dynamic. It's a good dynamic. Uh, like lower grade cricket, whatever the level. Like when I played fours and fives, we had like our captain was a bit older than us. Mm-hmm. Like, I wouldn't say generation older, but you know he had a job, uh, yeah, 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 and a car. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he was probably twenty three. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was his mum's car. Yeah, <laughs> got along. But weekends. you know, like he he the dynamic was like you know we called him dad when he bowled. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, good, good, like good. he was twenty eight probably. Yeah, 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 that's right. But that, like, yeah. I, I had the fortune of going to watch some. Um, some club cricket over the weekend Did with you? somebody, yeah. Uh, and his son was playing. I'm not going to name. Uh, and his son was playing. So, and it was uh, like it wasn't grade cricket. It was on AstroTurf, and uh, it just it was like a I don't know the level it was, but it was just uh. I'm not going to say it's Wheelerbin Park stuff. It was, I feel like it's disrespectful, but um, <laughs> you know there was mounds on the ground and stuff. No, but like yeah, I think there was a similar dynamic there. So like it was fourth grade. And so a lot, and we're in Melbourne, so a lot of the kids go from like juniors, and then they play at like their adult club. So it's it's in okay. the fours okay. of whatever club this was. And the captain is like a stalwart who's been around for like 10, 20 years. So the yeah, captain, yeah. the captain, like runs a pub. He's probably portly is probably underselling it. God. He's got it. He's got like the clubs issued sweater yeah. probably from a few years ago, okay. maybe more. Okay. Looks looks the business. He's got like a the felt cap and everything and all these other players are just like just in normal whites and whatever. Got it. But I got the impression that he was a figure of derision to them. Do you know okay. what I mean? Okay. So he couldn't really play that much, but he held up he held up the fourth grade side on his yeah. own. Like he was the one who got the players in and stuff yep. like that. Yep. So I can kind of see how the dynamic happens. I played with a lot of guys which which I considered warnings. You know, just like that could be you. Yep. If you continue down this path. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so, so, yeah. He texts you and is like, Oh, is it you know, where would you like to play this? Where would you like to play this? And I consider you a warning. <laughs> You're just the captain of this side. I never want to be you. I just do not want to be this. And people have that at work, I guess, as well. You have a boss, yeah. you're like, I do not want your job <laughs> all your life. I mean, Marty, Marty wants Jared's job, I reckon. First slip. I reckon Jared's at first slip. He's the captain. Open, I, I, I want to open both. Open both. 
I would like to Fuck open that is both and feel it at first slip. I, I think Marty knows it. what he's doing. Like, yeah. imagine a fifteen-year-old to the captain. Hey, Jared, good to see that you're captaining seconds. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, congratulations. Yeah. That's, on good, the, that's good for on, you. Yeah, on the attainment for <laughs> your abilities. <laughs> I consider you a warning. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, I hope your season is not already over. And that's uh, the week in cricket. If you've managed to get on uh, in this wet, wet country. Uh, on the Eastern Seaboard, anyway. Um, so, yeah, good luck on the weekend. <laughs> hey, if you want uh, if you want to support TJC, patreon.com forward slash great cricketer. Hashtag ICDC Fridays. More stuff to come, including live show tickets, merchandise, dis- discounts, etc. cetera. Uh, anything else you want to say? Is, no. that, is that the week? Is that, is that what's happening in cricket this nah, week? Nah, dog. All right. See you later.